Welcome to Not a Christian Podcast. It's not a Christian podcast. It's a podcast that happens to be Christian. In this podcast, we tell stories, we talk about life, faith, and pretty much anything else you can imagine. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Welcome back to the show. It's Not a Christian Podcast, episode 83, right here on Sunday, October the 2nd. And I'm releasing this on October the 2nd primarily because today is the two-year anniversary, the second birthday of Not a Christian Podcast. So thanks to everybody who's been a part of this over the past two years. This episode is going to be devoted to, to just kind of reflecting and and looking back, but also a little bit of looking forward at the very end. So, wow, two whole years. I remember waking up two years ago today, early in the morning, like 7, 7.30, and it was the first thing I thought about. It was like, oh, crap, the podcast is out because I uploaded it last night, had it scheduled to go out at 4 a.m., and here it is. So um, I cannot believe that Not A Christian Podcast is two years old. Can't believe I haven't run out of things to say. Uh, so, so this episode is going to be all about reflecting on that journey, but let me tell you about my weekend so far. It was, it was convenient that I was planning on releasing this episode on Sunday because I had kind of a, not a wild weekend, not a crazy weekend, but just, you know, it was a weekend to remember. Most of you know that I recently moved to San Angelo and I got, I got here in June, but Alpine still kind of Alpine is that crazy psycho ex-girlfriend that will just not let me move on with life. You know, just she just keeps popping in and making me go back to her. <laughs> Basically, you may remember, six months ago on Not a Christian Podcast, I talked about how I hit a deer. That was in early April. I hit a deer with my truck and it did some damage. The airbag popped out, the grill was broken, a headlight was busted out, and a couple of other things were messed up. Well, within a couple of weeks, I got most of them fixed, except for my airbag and except for the front grill on my truck. So for the past six months, I've been driving around without either of those things. And the guy at the body shop, you know, I went through insurance, so it was all paid for, but the guy at the body shop just couldn't get the parts in because of the crazy supply chain issues that are going on in the world. Um, so he calls me a couple weeks ago and he's like, Hey, I finally got them in. And I told him a couple months back that, Hey, I'm, I'm moving and I'm going to have to make a special trip into town for this. So let me know when you get the parts and we'll, we'll work it out. And so he finally calls me a couple weeks ago and the grill was the last thing. He's like, Hey man, I got the grill. When you coming? So I arranged that I would come in this, this Friday and he was going to get it all done in a day. So I get to Alpine on Thursday night and Friday, I drop it off the body shop. He has it done by 2 o'clock. I'm like, great, I can head back to San Angelo today. But then he tells me, while we were working on it, we discovered that you have an antifreeze leak. So somewhere on the trip, I don't know what happened, but my water pump on my truck just breaks, and it's leaking antifreeze everywhere. And I can't drive back to San Angelo with that because it's 200 miles of desert, and I can't risk breaking down. Um, so he's like, here, take this, go to this place and maybe they can get you in on a Friday afternoon. And that's the thing about Alpine is that it's hard to get anything done in a timely fashion at any point, much less on a Friday afternoon. And I have to be back in San Angelo by this Sunday. So I go to this place and they're like, no, the guys that work on cars are out pouring concrete right now. So I'm just like, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, but then I go to another place and they're finally, they're able to get me in. Uh, so thank goodness. Thank goodness. I was able to get in somewhere on Friday at like three o'clock. They were able to get me out by five. Uh, so I ended up staying another night in Alpine, the crazy ex-girlfriend that just won't let me move on, but you know, that's okay. That's okay. I'm back in San Angelo now and I don't foresee a reason why I will have to go back to Alpine unless it's under my own volition. So she, she's done. She has been defeated. She is not pulling me back in. I was expecting like on the way out of town to like pop a tire or something. Cause I was like, that would be very fitting. And I have to stay like another day and get a new tire and whatnot, but that didn't happen. But on the trip back, I posted on my Instagram story about this, about how I had like this crazy thought that, that apps that actually blows my mind. But I had about a quarter of a tank of gas left 
as I was going through Fort Stockton. So I need to get, I need to fill up. So I put three quarters of a tank in there. Something I realized was, okay, this is 75% of the new gas that I just got. And it's about 25% of the old gas. But the same was true the previous time I filled up. It was a mixture of new gas and old gas. So my theory is that there are still particles of gas in my truck from years ago. Because every time you fill up, it's just mixing new gas with old gas. And it all just gets mixed in there together, right? It's not like separated. And I don't know how chemistry works. I don't know how these particles like interact with each other. But I'm just like, so that means there's technically gas particles from years ago, at least as long as I've had this truck, still kind of floating around in that gas tank. And I asked you guys on social media, am I right? Is that true? And 67% of you were like, yeah, that's true. So um, thanks for thanks for affirming me in that. And then I asked, like, does this blow your mind like it blows mine? And 53% of you said it is a mind-blowing thing. So thanks for being with me on that. Um, if, if you're new to the show, you're listening to after... You're listening for the first time after two years. That's pretty standard for what we do on this show. We talk about just really random stuff, especially in the intro. But like I said, this is the second anniversary, the second birthday of Not A Christian Podcast. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the reflection. So I think I'm going to make this an annual thing. It's assuming that Not A Christian Podcast makes it another year. (laughs) That wasn't a hint at anything. Uh, But (laughs) uh, anyways, last year I did this. I went all the way back to episode one and just kind of did an episode review and kind of listened in on what my thoughts were then and and unpacked that a little bit and how it stands up now. And I also went back one year and listened to the the, the one-year update episode from a year ago. Uh, So... So here we go, episode one. <laughs> this is something that it took me a long time to stop doing, but like in episode one, like one of the very first things I did was I was like, hey, it's Friday, October 2nd, but not really because I'm recording this on September 30th. And I feel like I did that for a long time. You know, I just over explained as if no one understood that you can pre record things. Like, I didn't wake up at, you know, because episodes go out on Fridays at 4 a.m. So it's not like I woke up at 2 a.m. to record and then edit and then hit upload right at 4 a.m. every Friday. And (laughs) for a long time, I was just like, hey, so I'm recording this on this day. And I still do that. I think I did that last week, actually, because I was letting you know that I was procrastinating because it was a Thursday night. Um, (laughs) But anyways, that's something I did. There was also, there was a lot of echo going on, lots of, I guess, f- feedback, not feedback, just a lot of echoing. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, and that's because I had cinder block walls in that apartment, you know, and, and I did in the first episode, I talked about my humble setup. So that's something that that is that has happened over the course of the past two years now, because for every year anniversary of the podcast, I've lived in a different place. In, the, in episode one, I lived in that terrible apartment with white cinder block prison walls, and I could smell my neighbor's cigarette smoke sometimes. There was no light in the living room. Just a bevy of, of problems <laughs> were going on at that, at that apartment, and it wasn't a great apartment. It wasn't even a good apartment. It was terrible. It was quite awful. Uh, for the, for, for this, the one year anniversary of the podcast, I, I moved into a little house and that was better. It was a much better place to live. It was better for the podcast too, because there were not cinder block walls, which really contribute to the echo that happens, uh, when you're recording audio. And I've learned that. And now I live in an apartment in San Angelo and of all the places I've lived in the lifespan of not a Christian podcast anyways, this is my favorite, not just because it, the, the sound quality in here is the best, but I just I just enjoy it here. It's a good apartment. I like it for what it is. And maybe a year from now, I'm not sure if I'm still going to live here. Uh, as, as much as I like it, I might want to move into a house or something. I don't know. But stay tuned. If there's no other reason to stick with Not A Christian Podcast for yet another year, it's to see what my ever-evolving 
living arrangement is because let me tell you, there have been a bunch of them. I might have told you all this back in the summer when I was giving you all like life updates like, hey, I moved. <laughs> Surprise. But this was actually when I moved into this apartment since I turned 18, this was my 20th time to move. And that is mind blowing. That's over 11 years. So that's what once every seven months, eight months on average that I move. The longest I've ever stayed at a place, ironically, was that apartment that I recorded episode one in. I was there for right at one year, almost like to the day. Uh, And that's the longest place I've lived ever since I turned 18. Of course, I grew up in my parents' house and lived there for forever. But since I've been an adult, I've stayed in the the same place for no longer than a year, except for that one time. Hang on, my coffee maker is doing some weird sizzling stuff. I'm going to go... Straighten it out. Tell it to get its act together. Okay. I think it's done with that little stunt. But anyways, yeah, the the second anniversary of Not A Christian Podcast. I'm living in a, yet another place. Yet another one. Uh, so another thing about the show that's improved. I've dramatically improved in my speaking ability. I remember after editing that first episode, I was like, holy crap. I say uh and um constantly. I don't know how many over that 50 something minute episode, how many ums, how many uhs, how many awkward silences I had to edit out. And there's never anything that I, there's never an episode now where I don't have to edit something out. But sometimes I'll sit here and be editing and it'll go for a solid three, four, five minutes. And I don't have to edit anything out. No silences, no weird like inhales or vocal tics or anything like that. So, so not a Christian podcast over the course of the past year, two years actually, has really helped me in my speaking abilities. And part of that is because when I'm recording, I'm much more mindful of what I'm saying and I'm, I, I take the time to think about what I'm saying because it's a pain to edit out all those things. So if I'm not doing them, I don't have to edit them out. So it's it's less work on me if I just get my act together and stop saying uh and um constantly. So it works out. It saves me some work. But it's also helped, obviously, uh, in my role, in my job. Uh, public speaking is a big part of that. And I supply preach at churches. I do speaking engagements pretty regularly. So it's it's very much helped me in that as well. Uh, become better at, at what I do just because of this hobby of podcasting that I have. So that's that's pretty neat. I like that a lot. Let's see. Oh, yeah, something else I said during episode one. I was talking about how, you know, this is pretty much going to be a one-man show. Might have occasional guests. And, and what I said, I said, I live in the middle of the absolute nowhere, and I don't know how long I'll be here for. And I said it could be two more years and and look where we are two more two years later we're not there anymore so uh i i just thought that was funny and as a part of being here i haven't had any guests on the show but i've already got a couple plans to have guests on the show in the near future so so keep an eye out for that and then and then something i said was i what if i get like 10 weeks into this 20 weeks into this thing and I just run out of stuff to talk about. And here we are two years later. We haven't run out of stuff to talk about yet. I still kind of worry about that. I'm still just like, okay, three months from now, six months from now, are we going to be able to keep going with this? And so far we have. So far we've been able to keep going. So we're going to hope that that keeps up too. And then, of course, there was the sign-off. The sign-off of episode one. I just said, thanks for listening. Next time I promise I'll do a little bit better. And I think I had that written down because I was like, oh, this would be a good sign-off. But ever since then, we've we've added a couple things to the sign-off. And now the sign-off is like muscle memory to me. So for now, that's all the evangelical filth I've got for you. And that's a wrap and that's a frat snap. Next time, I promise I'll do just a little bit better later. And both of those things obviously have come through things that have happened. And and both of those additions have obviously come through uh, things that have happened in the life of Not a Christian Podcast. Uh, of course, we had Nate and Drew on episode seven of the show, and they introduced the frat snap, made that a part of the weekly routine on Not a Christian Podcast. And then I got that weird 
DM on Instagram that told me to stop spamming people with my evangelical filth. And I did not stop spamming people with my evangelical filth. In fact, it became a part of the show every single week. So hope that guy, hope that guy's all right. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I don't think, oh no, I did respond. I responded with a gif. That's right. Um, and then, of course, the last thing I noticed in episode one of the show was there was no transition music, which I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, thanks thanks again to Nate. I know I shouted you out in the episode a year ago saying thanks for the idea, but yeah, Nate messaged me. He's like, hey, maybe having transition music between segments would, would help it to flow better. So that's definitely happened. So thanks, Nate. Um, and then, obviously, the, the new theme song over the past well, that really happened just like three months ago that I've been using a new theme song and I still like the old one. Like it gives, I, I listen to it and it takes me right back to the early days of Not A Christian Podcast. But I thought it was just time to change. It was time to do something else. <laughs> um, so that was that was the episode one review. I didn't go as in, in detail on it because I did that a year ago. Uh, but But I also, like I said, I listened to the episode from one year ago where I, you know, reflected on a year of podcasting. And really, there's not a whole lot more that I can add based on that because I'm not going to review my review episode. But something I've noticed, and I think this is a good thing, is like while recording the show, while doing it, I've become a lot more distractible, I guess, to where I'll just, you know, I always have a plan going into a show. I always know, okay, these are the things I'm going to talk about. And sometimes I'll have pretty detailed notes. Sometimes I think it's better and funnier and more authentic just to wing it. So that's what I do a lot of the time, probably most of the time now. But in episode 50 of the show from a year ago, I went on this like aside about Cherry Coke Zero. And, you know... I think in the early days of the show that wouldn't have happened. I would have been very much like, no, I gotta stick to the script. I gotta, t- I gotta tell these jokes that I wrote down ahead of time, and <laughs> which, which I don't hardly do that at all anymore. I, I don't script the jokes, so pretty much everything you hear on here, it, especially if it's something I laugh at, if I laugh at my own joke. I probably came up with it on the spot or else I wouldn't be laughing at it because if I planned it out earlier, hit me as funny in that moment. So I've become very distractible and I think that's a good thing for this podcast and for the nature of it and what it is. I think it's good that we can just, we can just go on a side tangent and be completely okay. Sometimes it takes a while to get to the point and that might annoy you. I I understand that. And sometimes when I'm editing the show, I'll realize I started something got distracted and then forgot to go back to the original thing I was talking about. So I have to, <laughs> when I'm editing, go in and record another little segment, cut it and paste it in there. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's part of the charm of the show is just the fact that we're very distractible and anything goes. We can talk about anything we want. And to close out that one year special, I went through and counted down the top 10 moments, I gave some honorable mentions as well, about the podcast, the top 10 moments of Not a Christian Podcast. And I want to do that today as well. But I, I, what I was going to do was like, I was going to take last year's top 10 list and see what I wanted to add to it. But there's, there's just so much out there now. I don't know if I could do a top 10 moments of all of Not A Christian Podcast because there are so many things that have happened. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to now give a top 10 list of the last like year or so. And last year's episode, I didn't include like recent stuff because I was like, oh, there's recency bias. I'll, I'll not include that. So this goes back a little further than a year, but I think it's a good list. So I'm going to start with a few honorable mentions. Uh, On episode 61 of the show, on the first honorable mention, I talked about abortion and when does life begin. 
that was the first of, of a three-part series back in February, January, February, sometime around then. And then over the summer when Roe v. Wade was overturned, I did one more episode on the topic of abortion. Uh, so, yeah, that was episode 61. That was one of the times in the show when I dove into something that's, you know, potentially controversial, potentially polarizing, I guess. Uh, but it was good. I really enjoyed doing it. When when those when I do those segments on the show, I think those are probably the most rewarding for me because I learn a lot and I have to make sure I kind of know my stuff. And I feel a lot more equipped to have those conversations now as a result of, of doing those episodes. Uh, next up on the honorable mention list, we have from episode 69, The Great Prank War of 2014. This one was released on April Fool's Day, so I talked about a prank war that me and my friends had uh, back in college in 2014, and it involved me driving away and leaving them at Walmart. It involved them basically breaking into my bedroom, attacking me with silly string, then I stole their car, and then... They kidnapped me. It was it was a great time. Great time. Episode 69. Go back and listen to it if you haven't listened to it. Or if you just want to go back and, and recount the story again, go ahead and do that. Next up on the honorable mention list, we have the Christmas tournament results. You may remember that this past Christmas, we determined the best Christmas song of all time. The eventual winner was Oh Holy Night. And the reason why I feel like this tournament really stands out why I'm giving it an honorable mention was because this tournament kind of had it all it had a five seed end up winning the whole thing so it was kind of you know you, you didn't really know what was going to happen and also if you remember I think there was like and I don't remember this exactly there was like an elite eight matchup that one particular song won by one vote and because of that I did not win and Nate ended up winning that tournament so this 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 tournament had it all it had kind of a cinderella run from a song or two uh it had surprises along the way it had drama in the bracket challenge so when we're doing a tournament you can't really ask for much more than what the best christmas carol throwdown tournament had to offer it was a really great tournament so i'm Pretty happy about the way that tournament turned out, even though I didn't win. And if I had won, this would probably be much higher on the list. It would probably make the top 10 instead of just an honorable mention. But I didn't win. (laughs) Next up, we've got the one-year special, the Not A Christian Podcast live stream. So I went on Instagram Live, and we recorded a live stream episode. And uh, it it was a lot of fun. I had several of you tune in live uh, and listen in, and I even had some of you be on the show. Uh, we did, I don't remember what we did. Oh yeah, we did God or Girl. That's That was right. That seems like a lot longer than a year ago, but it was just right about a year ago. Uh, so we did God or Girl. Uh, I had my friend John on, and we talked about controversial opinions and whether or not he agreed with me. Uh, yeah, we had a, we had a great time on the live stream. Uh, I might do another live stream at some point. We'll see. We'll see. Next up, from episode 49, I have a segment I called Shark Jesus. And this is a this is a weird segment. It's probably a segment that I wouldn't even remember doing if I didn't get so much feedback on it. And there are a few, like a handful of segments in the history of the show that I've gotten a ton of feedback on, and I don't really know why. Like, they would be otherwise pretty forgettable in my eyes, but for some reason, people really like them. So this this was a news story a little over a year ago that these sharks, these there were these sharks somewhere in Europe, I think. They were in a tank, and there were only females, and one of them got pregnant. So obviously, I talked about how this was the coming of the shark messiah, and I think I did something about, like, they were going to have underwater church and they were going to worship this shark or something. It's just something really, really stupid. And like I said, I don't even remember it now. I don't remember where all I went with it, but I got a lot of feedback. And it was one of those things where even months down the road, people would mention like, oh yeah, the shark Jesus segment. That one was really great. And I'm like, well, thank you. I don't really remember that much about it. So had it not been for people like reminding me that it existed, I probably wouldn't remember that it exists right now. And that happens a lot on the show. 
where I, and y'all, y'all have heard me say like, Hey, I'm not sure if I've told this on the show before. So here it is. You're listening to it a second time. If, if you've never heard it before (laughs) in the shark Jesus segment, I know for sure that was a one-time segment, but I wouldn't remember it today had it not been for the feedback I got. Uh, that's why I didn't put it in the top 10 because it'd be weird to put a top 10, to put a moment in the top 10 that I didn't remember, but you guys remember it and you guys like it. So there it is. Shark Jesus. And the final honorable mention that we've got was from episode 65, Real or Fake Facebook Groups. I really like doing these kind of games, and I don't know why I don't do them more often. But basically, I went through and found a bunch of obscure Facebook groups, and then I made some up. Then I took to Instagram to ask you guys, do y'all think these are real or fake? Y'all voted, and I let you know how you voted. And I gave a breakdown of, of like what was posted in the group if it was real, and then what the group would be like if it was real, but it turned out to be fake. Uh, so I really like that because it launched into a, a conspiracy theory about how North Dakota doesn't actually exist. And the more I got into it, the more I actually kind of believe that North Dakota doesn't exist. Uh, so there was just, just a lot, a lot going on in that episode with these real and fake Facebook groups. I had a lot of fun doing that one. And we'll probably do something, we'll probably do more similar stuff to that in the future of the show. Uh, So coming up next, we have got the top 10 moments of the past year of Not A Christian Podcast. So here we go. Maybe you're new to the show. Maybe you've just recently met me and you're like, oh, he has a podcast. And you want to know what, what episodes should I listen to? Well, here are 10 episodes that I feel like are definitely worth your time. Coming in, the number 10 moment of the past year of Not A Christian Podcast comes from one of the Christmas specials, episode 59, The History of Santa. And this one, this one's really fun because I like to do this kind of thing every now and again on the show. I like to take a deep dive into like something historical and just kind of dissect it and kind of let you know what history says about this thing. So year one, I did the history of Christmas. Like why is Christmas the way that it is? Why do we have it? And then last Christmas, I talked about the history of Santa Claus and how did he come about? What were the legends that originated? And with anything historical, there was a lot that went into it and we can't point back to like you know, the, the beginning of Santa Claus and saying the Santa we have now is the exact same Santa that was that we always had because it, it's a variety of legends that came together to create Santa. It was, you know, St. Nicholas, obviously. We have Belschnickel. We have Sinterklaas. We have a guy named Black Peter, which was like a super racist character. <laughs> but hey, it's a part of history. And while we wouldn't do it now, it it existed back then. So uh, the history of Santa was just a super fun segment to do. I always like to do that history stuff. And also this history didn't really integrate any theology. So there was no pressure. I didn't have to risk sounding heretical. I didn't have to worry about, hey, am I saying something heretical here or something inaccurate about theology historically? But it's like, no, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong about the legend of Santa, if my sources aren't good, then I don't think anybody's Uh, faith or life is really affected by that so the history of santa comes in at number 10 on the list coming up next at number nine on the list is a segment that i called serial killer commercials from episode 54 and this was when i randomly thought of a commercial that when i was a kid i swore it existed i thought it was a raisin brand commercial where this the sun pops off the box and he's he like and the and the family these two kids and their mom are like freaking out and he's just like telling them to eat a balanced breakfast and they're really scared of him for some reason and they start running down the hall the dog yeets out of the room the, the kids and mom are running out down the hall and then the mom trips and the son like catches her and the commercial implies that she died and i remember that was a freaky commercial as a kid but i was like that's too weird did that actually exist so i posted an instagram story i was like hey does this sound familiar to anybody and then there was a saint i don't remember who it was somebody i'd never met that dm'd me and they're like hey yeah i remember this commercial and they sent me the youtube link to it and sure enough it existed and it wasn't for raisin bran it was for some like orange juice and so just that moment of gratification, that was real. Like the, the moment that I was like, okay, this actually did exist. This did happen. Um, 
I'm glad I'm not crazy. I'm glad I wasn't just imagining these weird commercials as a kid. But I was also equally disturbed that this commercial actually existed. And I'm sure it got banned pretty quick because it was it was weird. And so anyways, serial killer commercials from episode 54. That's the number nine moment of the past year. Coming in at number eight, a story from last week actually, so I'm not going to rehash it, but my nacho pants story. Uh, when I was in high school, I went through like half a day of school with a giant nacho stain on my pants. And the, the more I thought about it, the more I'm just like, man, this is a good story. And I'd kind of forgotten about it for years and years. Um, so, uh, by the way, if you're wondering, if you listened to the Nacho Pants story last week, Sarah messaged me, said she does not remember it at all. So I am probably the only person in the world that remembers this, but I now remember it well. Uh, so Nacho Pants, go back and listen to episode 82 if you want to know more about that. Coming in at number 7 is in episode 48, so this is the oldest entry on the top 10 list, but I did a dramatic lyric reading of Fancy Like by, I don't even remember his name, because that was just such a, such a one-hit wonder, such a fad that came and fortunately went in our society, but the song Fancy Like, you know, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night, you know it all. You know it all. Well, I did a dramatic lyric reading of it, like a spoken word with some dramatic action movie music in the background. And like I said, I didn't include this in last year's top 10 moments because maybe it wasn't a top 10 moment last year, but also it was just super recent. Uh, so, so I just didn't feel like it deserved a spot then, but I definitely feel like it does now. The dramatic lyric reading from episode 48. So if you if you hate bro country as much as I do, maybe you'll enjoy episode 48 of the show. Because I think I did a little aside about how terrible bro country music altogether is too. Coming in at number six on the list is the episode I did with my friend Casey Scott. He released an album back in February, so this coincided with episode 62 of the show. So it was a fun interview. Uh, we got to talk about his music and his inspiration and just some of the things that happened in his life and in his spiritual walk, his spiritual journey that influenced the music. And let me just tell you, this this album that Casey wrote, it's it's not just good because it's not one of those things where you're just like, hey, this guy I know did this thing and it's it's pretty good. You should listen to it. I would listen to this if I had discovered it. If I didn't know Casey personally, I think his album is really good. It's one of my favorites that's come out this year. In fact, I really like the lyrics. I really like the themes. I, and of course, I really like the music. It's very diverse in, in what it has to offer. And I just really enjoy it. So it was it was so much fun to have him on the show um, and talk about music, talk about his special uh, talent of reciting the alphabet backwards like super fast, faster than anybody I've ever heard because I can't even say the alphabet backwards and he can do it in like three seconds. So <laughs> anyway, it's it's a great episode. Go back and ep listen to episode 62 of the show uh, if you want to hear more about that. Coming in at number five is the time <laughs> on episode 65 when we had a very sinister guest on the show. You'll, you're just going to have to go and listen to this one from episode 65. It was basically there was this weird doll on Facebook Marketplace. I went and got it, and then this it, it caused a demon to come into my bedroom, and I ended up having the demon as a surprise guest on the show uh, because I just thought it would be interesting. Um, so yeah, you'll have to go listen to episode 65 to really understand. Oh, crap. Gosh, dang it. He, he's, he found, he's back. Hey, Kyle. Hey, man. What's up? Oh, not much. You know, I, I've been looking for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I moved. I, 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 yeah. And, and you obviously figured that out. Yeah, I've been looking for you and... And I'm just, you know, I, I was on your podcast and everything, and, and I'll, I'll admit it did end pretty awkwardly. Yeah, you, you could definitely say it ended awkwardly, man. Do, do, you, do you not remember my name? I'm going to be honest, man. I don't remember your name. It's Stanley. Stanley. Yes, Stanley the Demon. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely say, Stanley, that last time did not end well. 
uh, if I remember correctly, you got really upset at me and I had to cast you out of the podcast in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I got a little heated. You know, it's it's just in my nature as a demon. It's kind of what, it's just what happens. I have, I have anger issues, Kyle. And if you're not willing to work with those... Look, 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 Stanley. Stanley, I understand. You've... You've definitely got issues. You're a demon. But honestly, like, I don't know if if I can work with you. I don't know. I don't think you can stop being a demon. Like, if it were, if you were a person and you were having these problems, I'd be like, yes, I can help you. I'll help you get the help that you need. But I'm not sure if, if I'm able to give you the help you need. I don't know if there is any helping you. I think you might be too far gone. As a demon, I'm not sure how all that works. Well, Kyle, that was that was really uncompassionate of you. Look, man, I just I just don't know what to say. Like you came on the show last, you came into my bedroom last time, and you you know I tried to be nice. I asked you like normal interview questions, and you tried to insert yourself. You tried to become a regular, my co-host on the show. So you invited yourself to do that, and then. You just took things the wrong way, and I had to cast you out of the room in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you're right, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and Kyle, I would really love to be your co-host on Not a Christian Look, Podcast. Look, Stanley, I'm just not—I told you last time I'm not sure that that can happen. I, it's, it's not going to happen. It's not in my vision for the future of the show to really have a co-host, and especially— the fact that you're a demon, it kind of it kind of compromises things. I feel like the very integrity of the show would collapse if I had a demon on here co-hosting. Well, I guess I understand. Yeah, so how, how did you find me? You know, I'm pretty insulted, Kyle, that you didn't tell me you were, you were moving. You didn't tell me you were leaving. I didn't know where to find you. And why, why would I tell you where I was going? I never wanted to see you again. Are, are you serious? Well, I mean... Yes. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. See you later. Oh, uh, okay, bye, Stan. I don't... Uh, okay, he's gone. Okay, well, at least I didn't have to cast him out in the name of Jesus this time. Uh, that was weird. But yeah, episode 65, he was there and, and he made a return. Stanley the Demon on Not a Christian Podcast. Um, wow, I really hope he doesn't come back. I really hope that's his last time ever on the show. Um... So anyway, that was the, that was the number five moment because it was just so weird. And I don't know, maybe this moment when he came back will be the next, uh, will be on next year's episode of, of top 10 moments of the past year. Uh, so that was number five coming in at number four, we have the annoying Christian subcultures draft from episode 73. So if you don't, if so if you don't remember, my friend Nate Carlson came on for episode 72 of the show. We talked all about his new book, the Shadow and Sword, that came out. And he has a standing invitation this upcoming April to be on the show when he releases the second installment of that. And he's all, he's released the name of it on social media, but I don't remember what the title of his second book is. But he will be on the show again uh, in April to tell us all about it. <laughs> Uh, but then in episode 73, which is what made the top 10 list, we did the Annoying Christian Subcultures Draft, where we went through and we talked about just what what Christian subcultures we dislike, and then we each drafted a team of what we thought was the most annoying Christian subculture team, and to this day, I think I was robbed. I think you guys voted incorrectly. I thought I put together a great team, but you guys obviously did not agree with that. But anyway, Nate Nate ended up winning that draft, so I'm happy for him. So the Annoying Christian Subcultures draft comes in at the number four best moment of the past year. Coming in at number three, who could forget episode 80, where I finally got the monkey off my back and I won the tournament. I won the summer snack food tournament and it was a long time coming. That was the eighth tournament we did in the history of the podcast, and of course, Everyone, I've turned in a bracket to the bracket challenge, and I've come in woefully close. Like I mentioned earlier, I was one vote away last Christmas from winning the whole thing, but it wasn't in the cards. I've also turned in some pretty poor performances, finished near the bottom, but finally I got the monkey off my back this past summer in the eighth tournament. I finally won 
and became a legend on my own show to join the shortlist of legends of people who have won a, a tournament. And if I'm not mistaken, there are six people on that list because two people have won two tournaments each. So uh, at the bottom of the show, at the very end, I'm going to announce the next tournament. So I'm going to have a chance to pull even with them or they're going to have a chance to pull one ahead and be the ultimate Not A Christian Podcast legend uh, by having won three tournaments. So you don't want to miss that at the very end of the show. Coming in at number two, the second best moment of the past year. I can't escape this story. This is the best story I have. It's been my ace in the hole. And for whatever reason, I finally decided to release it on episode 75. It was a story of Vince, the old man in H-E-B that approached me not once, but twice and offered me a massage. And I'm not going to give away like all the story because you, you really need to go and listen to this story in its entirety in episode 75. Uh, but this is the one of the, pro- no, not probably, definitely the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. It happened to me in the HEB. And man, ever since moving back to San Angelo, I've been scanning the aisles every time I go to HEB, looking for this guy, hoping that I'll run across him again. But to this day, I have not. The legend of Vince still looms large, still lives large in all of our minds and in all of our hearts. Uh, so the number two moment of Not A Christian Podcast of the past year from episode 75, The Legend of Vince, the serial massage therapist. <laughs> and that brings us to number one. What was the number one moment of Not A Christian Podcast over the past year? We went through the honorable mentions. We went through 10 through 2, and there were a bunch of great moments, but this moment stands above the rest. My favorite moment from the past year of the show was from episode 67, where my friends Hunter and Kelsey Brown and I did the Bible character draft. And the reason why this is number one, obviously because I won the draft. We took it to social media to get a vote, and and I won, even though there was some collusion that happened. Even though Hunter basically abandoned his bracket and, and tried to help Kelsey win, it was a very close matchup between me and Kelsey. But I ended up prevailing victorious in the Bible character draft. I still think it's because I got Elijah in in round four and because I got to save my Trinity pick until the very end. But you'll just have to go and listen to the Bible character draft. Basically, the three of us each assembled a team of Bible characters via a snake-style, fantasy-style draft. And then we took it to social media and you guys voted for who has the best team of Bible characters. And we had to pick characters from like the gospels characters from the new testament characters from certain sections of the old testament so it was it was it was a good time and i probably put way too much effort into into preparing for that draft i even had like a spreadsheet in my notes with like numbers and averages on it so i could so i could draft the best team and it ended up working uh, i ended up working because i won the draft and really not just because of the fact that I won or it was a fun segment, but having other people on the show is always super fun. That's why when I have guest episodes, they always make the top 10 because they're they're awesome. And I guess over the past year, I've only had three guests on the show, and I hope that changes uh, coming up very soon because those are always super fun. Uh, those are always super rewarding. So thanks for uh, Thanks to Hunter and Kelsey for being a part of the greatest Not a Christian podcast segment of this past year, the Bible Character Draft. So that'll do it for reflecting over the past year. I hope you've had a fun time over this last year, and I can't wait to see what unfolds in the future because I didn't really know I was doing any of these segments a year ago, and now here they are in the top 10. Can't wait to see what the future holds for Not a Christian podcast. For now, let's go ahead and and transition to the closing. Hey, you guys, we are at the end of the show. And as promised, I am here to announce the next tournament, the ninth tournament in the history of Not A Christian Podcast. But before we do that, I'm going to rank the past tournaments because we've been doing a lot of countdowns, a lot of reflecting in this show. So it's only right that I do a countdown style of the tournaments in Not A Christian Podcast history. There have been eight of them. I'm going to start with number eight, go all the way to number one. 
Starting at number eight, my least, I've loved every single tournament. So my least favorite, not that I disliked it, but my least favorite tournament in the history of the show was uh, from, from almost two years ago, the worst Christmas song tournament. And the biggest reason why this is my least favorite is because I did a 16 seed bracket and I really should have done a 32, but probably a 64 seed bracket. That was just before... I don't know. I guess it's before I was ready to do that. I didn't think, I didn't know how I was going to pull off 32 or 64 seeds. So I just did 16 and I feel like the eventual champion would have won regardless of who else was in the tournament. Uh, that was Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. <laughs> so, um, the, the, I think the winner was very deserving, but the whole tournament could have been better. So that's why it's number eight. The eventual winner of this bracket challenge was Kelsey Brown. She won her first of what would become two tournaments. Uh, So congrats to Kelsey for winning this, but it is my least favorite tournament we've done. Coming in at number seven is from a year ago, the worst Halloween candy throwdown tournament. And the reason why this is so low on the list is because it wasn't a very interesting tournament. I had Black Licorice as a two seed and it became pretty apparent early on that black licorice was going to win this whole thing it was just obliterating the competition and i feel like everybody liked some of the candies but but black licorice was by far the worst candy there it tore through the tournament so this tournament lacked a lot of intrigue uh it was fun i'm glad we did it like i said i like all of these but but it was just not not the best. Sarah ended up winning this tournament, so to cr- congratulations to her. She's a legend in not a Christian podcast history because of it. Worst Halloween candy throwdown tournament is number seven on the list. Coming in at the sixth best tournament in the history of the show, the March Madness Worst Christian Song Edition. And the reason why this one didn't place higher was because there was a lot of unfamiliarity with it. In fact, some of these songs that were on here I didn't even know existed until I started doing some uh, some research for the tournament and putting the bracket together. And then I feel like there was less voting engagement because some people were very unfamiliar with these songs. W- once again, I'm still glad we did this. I thought it was a lot of fun. Still loved doing it. I Don't Believe in Evolution ended up winning, which was kind of a... We should have seen it coming. It was a three seed. Uh, my friend Chad ended up winning this tournament to become a Not a Christian Podcast legend. And, and that's, that's a story arc in and of itself because Chad started from the bottom. He did every tournament challenge there was and then eventually uh, got to the mountaintop. So shout out to Chad. Coming in at number five on the list is the summer tournament best snack food edition from this past summer. So this was the one that I won. And if we're doing it just based on how it made me feel gratified personally, this would be far and away number one. But the reason why this one ranks kind of middle of the pack is because, once again, it kind of lacked some intrigue. I think after the Elite Eight, I was already a shoe-in to win. Not that anybody else knew that, but as I was keeping up with the brackets, I you know, I knew that I was going to win pretty early on, so there wasn't a whole lot of drama. Reese's won in pretty commanding fashion, and I just feel like we could see that coming for a while. So it wasn't a super exciting tournament, uh, but it was it was a good tournament, just not super exciting. So coming in at number four, we have the summer tournament from the previous year, the fast food item, the best fast food item tournament. So the reason why this is number four and not a little higher was because of the eventual championship matchup. It was the Chick-fil-A sandwich versus Chick-fil-A waffle fries. So y'all were being basic when you voted and you voted these to the end and neither one were deserving of a spot, but that's that's how it ended up happening the chick-fil-a chicken sandwich ended up winning the title of the best fast food item and i just don't agree with that that's not true uh it's not even the best chicken sandwich out there don't come at me it was it was a good tournament altogether it came in at number four on this ranking uh the best fast food item tournament my friend ty ended up winning this bracket challenge to become a legend on not a christian podcast that brings us to the top three. I think these re- three tournaments were really set apart in uh, their in their his- in their place in history in not a Christian podcast. So coming in at number three, I've talked about it already on the show today. But the best Christmas song tournament 
this was the most dramatic tournament that we've had as far as the bracket challenge goes because it was super close. And like I said, one vote kept me from winning. There were a couple of other people in the mix as well. And uh, I had almost a perfect first round. I think I got one wrong in the first round. So it was a very... There was just so much excitement around this tournament. And I just feel like the, the subject matter was also something that people just really got into because everybody has an opinion on Christmas music. Everybody has a favorite Christmas song. Everybody knows all the Christmas songs and and people get people got really invested in this tournament, which I like to see. Uh, Nate was the eventual winner of this tournament to secure his second ever victory in Not a Christian Podcast Bracket Challenges. Coming in at number two, so we've got two tournaments left. The, the second best tournament in the history of Not a Product not a Christian podcast. I'm going to have to give it to the first tournament ever, the Thanksgiving Food Throwdown Tournament. And this was just a spur of the moment idea that I had. And I pulled off the tournament in like a week. Granted, it was only 16 seeds, so it was much shorter. And that's why I couldn't give it the number one spot in this ranking because I just, it was 16 seeds. And, and really, I don't, I would have struggled to make a 32 seed bracket. So I feel like the, the Thanksgiving food throwdown tournament bracket was everything that it should have been and could have been. And this this bracket also had some intrigue. It, it came down to the championship matchup between Hunter and Nate. And it was like mashed potatoes versus stuffing slash dressing, I believe. And mashed potatoes ended up winning. And Nate ended up winning this whole tournament. And the reason why I ranked this one so high, despite the fact that it was only 16 seeds, was first of all, that's all it really could have been. But second, it set the trajectory for the future of not a christian podcast and and the tournaments are some of the most fun things that we do it's one of the things that i get the best responses for so i'm happy about the thanksgiving food throwdown tournament how it turned out um and i'm glad i'm glad we did it and that brings us to the best tournament in the history of not a christian podcast in my opinion was march madness from 2021 where we determined the best worship song i feel like this kind of encapsulates like what the podcast is all about we did a tournament so it was kind of a goofy fun segment that we did but it was also pertaining to christian music so we're talking about stuff that we know about stuff that we like uh it was ended up being determined that the greatest worship song of all time was it is well with my soul and i can't disagree with that i wasn't upset that that one won it wasn't what i predicted it's not my absolute favorite worship song of all time, but I can definitely see why it won. I have a lot of respect for it. In this tournament, we also had a Cinderella. A 16 seed made it all the way to the championship matchup against It Is Well With My Soul. That song that song is called So Will I. So this tournament had it all. There was, there was a lot of drama in the bracket challenge as well before Kelsey ended up getting her second ever uh, victory in one of the bracket challenges. And once again, worship music is something that a lot of people have really strong opinions on, so it was really cool to see how invested people got in this tournament um, in, into voting the winner all the way to the very end. And this was also the very first uh, tournament that I did that had 64 seeds, so that added another layer of just like, man, this is purely purely chaotic in, in the best way possible. So that's why uh, March Madness, Best Worship Song Edition, is what I consider to be the greatest tournament in the history of not a christian podcast and all of that was to culminate into this moment i told you guys a few weeks back like i don't really know what we're going to do for the fall this year because you know one year we did thanksgiving food but there's not really anything else we can do for thanksgiving uh think food is really the, the centerpiece of thanksgiving we did worst halloween candy last fall and that was good we're not going to do best Halloween candy because Reese's would win. Reese's won the best snack food. So Reese's would probably also win the best Halloween candy tournament. So I was just like, man, we can't use Thanksgiving. We can't use Halloween. Um, I did get a couple suggestions. People told me Halloween costumes, which is the best. But I I don't really have any strong opinions on that. I know you probably don't either. So uh, it was a good idea, but I think we're just going to go away from the holiday theme. But what we're going to do, since I've been reflecting a lot lately over the past couple of years, we are going to, basically last fall, the worst Halloween candy throwdown tournament was me correcting the audacious decision that I made a year before to try to give a top five list of the worst Halloween candies. 
because I thought I could undertake that task all on my own. And I was like, you know what? I need to open this thing up. So we're going to do that again. You may remember all the way back on episode two of Not a Christian Podcast, at the very end, I gave a countdown list of the top 10 things that Christians need to stop saying. The most annoying Christian phrases, such as, Daddy God, which ended up topping my list, a hedge of protection, God helps those who help themselves, that sort of thing. So I feel like my list was good, but it could be better. And we need to determine once and for all, what are some things that Christians need to stop doing? So that's right, people. This year's tournament is going to be revisiting a topic that we have talked about in the past and it's going to be the tournament of things that Christians need to stop doing. And that could be phrases that we say, like Daddy God. It could be things that we do, like argue over politics in the Facebook comments section. It could be having celebrity pastors, having smoke machines during worship, or trying to emotionally manipulate people during worship. I haven't put the bracket together yet, and I'm going to do that by this upcoming Sunday, October the 9th. So that's when the bracket reveal is going to be. And then you'll have a little while to get your brackets in. And we're going to do a full-blown bracket challenge coming up pretty soon. So uh, you can be looking forward to that. The bracket of things that Christians need to stop. It's going to be so much fun. If you have suggestions for it, go ahead and send those to me in the meantime. Like I said, I'm going to release the bracket on Sunday, October 9th. So anything you submit to me before then will be considered to be in the tournament. So it's going to be so fun. We're going to do another bracket challenge. I'm going to win and get my second win ever. And I'm going to be tied for the most wins. And then in the Christmas tournament, I'm going to win again. And I'm going to pull ahead with my third victory. I guarantee it. I guarantee that that is what's going to happen. You heard it here first. Just to give you a quick recommendation of the week, I'm going to recommend to you a podcast because I've been thinking about my podcast and, and what do I want it to be. And a podcast that I've gotten into lately is the Holy Post podcast. Uh, Phil Vischer is the the primary guy that you would know that does it. He's the guy that created Ve Veggie Tales, and it's really funny because you would think like, oh, that couldn't be interesting. But if you like me are kind of a theologically moderate person and you're just kind of tired of the polarized way that we think about things even like um you know the christian life theology the holy post podcast is a breath of fresh air you know i just listened to the most recent episode that came out on friday and it talked about how there's this polarization in america between conservatives and liberals and how you know we feel like we have to pick a side in those things and they they brought about a refreshing perspective on that of like, we don't have to be conservative we don't have to be liberal we need to be biblical and we need to take each issue into account rather than just picking a side and saying i'm going to agree with whatever this side says or i'm going to listen to ben shapiro and whatever he thinks on a topic that's what i'm going to think about the topic so like i said for me that was a very refreshing podcast to listen to uh i've, I've known about it for a couple of years now I've had people recommend it to me, but really over the past couple weeks, I've gotten into it. I've only listened to a few episodes, but I'm definitely going to keep listening to it. Definitely going to listen to more because it's just, it's a really good podcast and I've really liked it uh, from what I've listened to so far. So thanks for being here for this podcast. Go listen to the Holy Post podcast as if I, <laughs> they have so many listeners. It's not like I'm doing them a favor by giving them a shout out, but go listen to Holy Post podcast. Help them out too. Listen to Not a Christian podcast. Listen to the Holy Post podcast. Just listen to all the podcasts. Hey guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the past two years of Not a Christian podcast. You know, through all of life's changes and and the weird stuff that's gone on in the world, I feel like Not a Christian podcast. I'm realizing it's it's done what I wanted it to do, and it's hopefully given you a break from some of the craziness that's in the world. You know, that's been brought about by COVID or the political divide that we feel and how everybody's just not happy everybody's just so unrestful i hope that not a christian podcast for these past two years has been a bright spot uh in your week as it has been in mine and you know it's been inconsistent over the past three months but like i've i've said in the past couple episodes i'm figuring out a schedule figuring out a rhythm and i'm going to do my absolute best to bring not a christian podcast to you on a weekly 
basis. Life has changed a lot over the past two years. And in a moment of vulnerability, some of the moments from the past two years of my life have been some of the most difficult. And being able to create Not A Christian Podcast has been an outlet for me. It's been something that I can pour myself into. It's been something that I can look forward to getting feedback on and, and knowing that maybe if you're going through difficult times, maybe if you know your life isn't perfect or great, that maybe Not A Christian Podcast can make it just a little bit better. And just know that in me, you always have a friend, whether I know you personally or not. Uh, send me a message. Let me know how I can pray for you. The Lord has been so good to me over these past two years, even though sometimes I couldn't see it. Sometimes I had bitterness that kind of clouded my vision. And there have been multiple times over the past two years where, you know, I was just having not such a great time, not such a great day, but I sat down uh, to record the podcast anyway, and it, it's definitely helped me out. And I hope that even if there's one person that Not A Christian Podcast has helped out there, um, then it's it's all been worth it. This is all for you. So it's, it's, it's been an honor and a pleasure to bring you Not A Christian Podcast for these past couple of years, and I can't wait for the couple of years that lie ahead. And the, one of the coolest things about Not A Christian Podcast is, is, like I said in episode one, having a podcast is something that I've, I've wanted for a really long time, and the fact that I've done it for two years blows my mind. And I just recently made a move to a new place that, you know, I was always kind of hoping I would, I would end up back here doing the exact role that I'm doing. And so all that to say is over the past couple of years, even though times can get tough, times do get tough, life is hard sometimes, but over the past couple of years, uh, despite all the negative stuff, despite battling things like loneliness and whatnot, my dreams have been coming true and unfolding right in front of my eyes. And, and you've kind of had a front row seat to that. Uh, so thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me into your life and, and whatever and, and however that looks Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all the feedback, all the love that I've received over the past couple of years. My life has been made better because of Not A Christian Podcast, and I hope yours has too. And for now, that's all the evangelical filth I've got for you. That's a wrap, and that's a frat snap. Next time, I promise I'll do just a little bit better. 